You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard once again to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, July 3rd of 2022, one day away from the Stars and Stripes Forever, all the explosions, all the fireworks for the 4th of July. Hope you're having a good 4th of July weekend so far. From the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com uh, studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there in the continuously refurbished Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We hope you had a fine and fantastic week. We are settling in here to the new uh, Executive Tower. We... Uh, Today we're on floor 101, 101. What is the significance of that? There is none. But we are here. We have we have settled in. We've got things pretty much where they want. We're still doing a little digging on the new vault. We're kind of working between two vaults now. But So some stuff has gotten lost. Others we're finding. But we're here. We trust you're enjoying your holiday weekend wherever you are. The weather is nice. You're going to go out and barbecue and 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 uh, look. Try to go easy on the fireworks tonight. If not for your neighbors, then do it for their pets. Dogs, cats, animals have no idea why we blow stuff up every year. And uh, at the very least, remember Fourth of July is one day. It's not a week long event, like my neighbors down in South Florida used to believe. It, 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 it was like the Revolutionary War all over again. You know, it's the difference. I blow stuff blowing up all over the place. Be that as it may, enjoy your holiday weekend. We're here for another two hours. We got silliness and stuff coming up. And uh, and John is so mad at me right now. And we're going to well, get what, into that. What, uh, kind of, uh, what kind of fireworks can you buy out there in New York? I have no earthly idea. Really? I don't think you can buy. I don't think you can buy anything that flies and i'm just guessing here uh i i know that used to be the law down in florida at least i believe it was you couldn't buy anything that flew but even still uh just a, a harmless a quote-unquote harmless little sparkler 
will burn at 2000 degrees. And I know oh, yeah. that's what we like to give the kids and, you know, the little ones. And, and I get it. They love the big sparkling and the colors and, and, and all that. But let, let's just try to be careful. Look, I, I've had numerous times o- over the over the decades where I have been hit with flying fireworks, had to dive into a pool because my shirt caught on fire. Uh, that's a story. Uh, I want, I want, uh, we were once celebrating on the beach in Fort Lauderdale and, uh, excuse me. Um, there were a bunch of kids near us. They were firing, they were shooting fireworks at us. Like, like they were aiming at like a gun and my buddy's five-year-old, there was, there was a bottle rocket coming right for her. I, I literally had a dive on top of her. To get her out of the way, and uh, I thought I hurt the poor little thing, and you know, so let, let's just be careful out there. You know, we've all got stories of watching buddies and and all that, and loose fingers and and all that. So, uh, before we find out how Mister Shannon is, what do you say, John? We get your weekend up and going. Well, your favorite. It's it's John's favorite time of the week. <laughs> It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Third Degree Burns. Uber closed the week at $21.34, down $1.69. Lyft closed the week at $13.48, down $2.86. Tesla closed the week at $681.79, down $55.33. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Third Degree Burns. Oh, jeez, I did it. Have any of these have any of these stocks actually gained ground? There was a little gain last week. They all uh, amazingly last week they all picked up a a, a couple little uh and but now it's been like 4 weeks in the past 4 or 5 weeks they've all 4 out of the past 5 weeks they've all lost money. Uh Lyft is just, they're at $13 and change right now. They're just about ready to uh you know just just disappear just just virtually disappear that's, that's just junk stock at this point in time it's getting close to the penny stock thing and you know and and remember for the most part i mean they've had occasional ticks up and the same thing with uber but they that those stocks have fallen literally since the nanosecond uh they went public they they have never been above their ipo ever so we got a lot to talk about here today. Um, I actually made a. I actually wanted to make sure I didn't forget the things that I wanted that were on my mind this week. So we're going to try to get in, Adam. Of course, uh, we want to talk. I want to talk about right off the right off the top about the uh, bombshell testimony this week from Casey Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Uh Goodness gracious. I mean, you almost, I hate to say it for the first time since this went on, I was beginning to wonder, really? <laughs> is this it? I mean, are, are, is this, do you think this really happened? Do you really think this meathead actually tried to grab for their steering wheel and try to, uh, assault a secret service officer sure i believe that i mean, i i don't see 
he he's an egotistical nitwit. Well, I agree with that, but okay. So I'm picturing. I'm a, first off. I'm assuming that he sits in the front in the back seat of the of the of the beast, as they call it. Okay, keep in mind this was not the quote unquote beast. This is one of the beefed up SUVs that they use. This right. is not the, the beast. Is the limo? This okay. was an SUV. This is a different vehicle. It's still armored, and it's you know, but uh, I I believe that it's much more. You know, the cabin is open. So, but like, he's still sitting in the back seat of that. Sure. Now, sure. picturing, uh, you know, I'm picturing Donald Trump, the the huge tub of goo that he is, mm-hmm. and as as fellow tubs of goo ourselves. Well, well, right. But I'm trying. I'm picturing him, him, uh-huh. trying to get and reach. Oh, you know. Towards the steering wheel, I just I I can't picture this. I just... all right. First off, I'm gonna here's here's my take on it. Is that it was probably more one arm, the right arm, through the middle of the two seats, presuming that you know it, it's the typical layout of an SUV. He was lunging, t- probably going towards the steering wheel. I don't think he ever got close to the steering wheel. Oh, kind of between the buckets, in other words. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you know. There's there's no doubt in my mind that it uh, you know Mayor McCheese here he did not go over the seat or anything like that he made a he made a full ass attempt but you know it was just more for hey look at me I'm the effing president and I can do what I want when I want where I want so I I don't think there was ever any danger of him. Him actually, but besides, uh, well, anyway, uh, I don't think that was ever in danger of him grabbing the wheel. And remember, even if he would have got the wheel, the agent and the, the driver still has control of the pedals. This is true. You know, uh, so do, do I believe do, do I believe something stupid happened inside that vehicle? Absolutely. The yeah. details may change. You know, uh, maybe it wasn't him lunging for the for the wheel or whatever, but there's no question something stupid happened. And here's the other thing I'm I'm kind of questioning a little bit, just a wee bit. Okay, it was also mentioned that he wanted his crowd wasn't big enough because they weren't letting everybody in there that had weapons. You know, well, right. Were bringing there were people that were bringing guns to this uh, and bring long rifles to this thing, right? Well, what happened was what, what the testimony was was that uh, there came a point where there were no lines at the magnetometers, the mags, the uh, the metal detectors, uh-huh. and basically it was you know you walk up, you walk in. There was no you know the as many people were in there as were going to be in there. Would a few more have showed up if they were allowed to bring in their AR-15s? I'm sure. But enough of them had stayed out. And I, personally, personally, I think the people that brought AR-15s and long guns and all that probably were already headed for the Capitol. But, you know, they didn't arrest. Of all the arrests that were made, 
they didn't arrest anybody that had any type of now i'm talking i'm not talking about the weapons the makeshift weapons that they had you know flagpoles turned into spears and what have right. you i'm not talking about that but to my knowledge there was no arrests of anybody there that had any guns or anything like machetes or knives or anything to that effect and so I, I'm just I'm look I have no doubt whatsoever that there is enough evidence to indict Trump for uh, an attempted uh, for an attempted coup basically I have no doubt whatsoever there's enough evidence but we don't want to start making stuff up to make the story more sensational. And I don't believe we are. I don't believe this. Look, this young lady, uh, they, they scheduled a special hearing to get this woman's testimony out. Clearly, she's being harassed because this is what the GQP do. If you disagree with them, they're going to threaten to kill you. Remember, these are the same people, same people that are going to, you know, oh, no, you're baby killers. You're baby killers. And again, and we've got a clip of somebody saying it, too. You know, no, no, no. You want to leave the They want to leave the babies alive right until the moment of birth. At that point, eh, who cares? So, you know, look, they got her testimony out. There's still more to come. I hope and pray, and I don't pray anymore that Merrick Garland has got a whopper of a case put together because this has got to stop. It's got to stop certainly before November. We've already got too many of these knuckleheads are in positions of secretaries of state where they're going to be able to, to uh, really, really affect the outcome of elections. And they're already doing it. They're, they're making it almost impossible for some people to vote. So yeah, we for a week uh, we don't talk that much about it. It's, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been brought up here in, in the news cycle lately. But uh, look at all those voting laws that were that were enacted uh, earlier in the year. Right, right. This is and, this is the plan. This is the plan. And by the way, if you think things are going to go peachy keen, if uh, if, if if the Republicans take over take over the House and the Senate in November, and then heaven forbid uh, Trump or DeSantis gets in, oh, I, I I mean, anyway, oh, you're absolutely you're absolutely right, and I don't I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if if Roe being overturned is going to be enough fuel at the end of the day, come November, to get people. See, we've talked about this before. People, as a tendency, vote with their pocketbooks. Right. Uh, they. It doesn't. And if it isn't affecting them, you know. Let Let's nope. face it. They don't care. If, yeah, if it, if it isn't affecting me, why why should I care? You know, I'm going to be 60 before too long. Why should, you know, 
why should I care whether or not a, a 20 or 30 something or maybe a teen something can have an, you know, can have an abortion safely and legally? Why, why should I care about that? And that's what happens when people wind up going to the polls is that the people are always thinking about or thinking with their pocketbooks. And I, I hope that they could keep enough heat on this issue to understand. I mean, because it's going to get worse if folks, you think, you think it's bad now, just wait. If they wind up, if the Republicans wind up getting put back into majority. And this is why, um, this is why Biden has been reluctant to uh, blow apart the filibuster because there's a real good chance that Republicans can have that same slim minority or majority in the Senate and they just turn around and just blow up everything right back. Right, right. right. Uh, uh, You know, it's, there's so many stories out there right now of young girls raped by, uh, family members, incest and all that. And, you know, actually, before we go into that, there is something I want to play. And this woman, uh, oh, wait a minute, what did I do with it? Oh, please tell me it's here. Uh, I can't find it. I can't find it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, you talk, John. I got to look for this. Well, <laughs> you were mentioning you were mentioning this about young girls. Uh, apparently, there's a story out uh, that an Ohio girl who's 10 years old had to travel to Indiana to get an abortion because Ohio born uh, bans abortion at six weeks, and she, she is six weeks and two days. Right. And, uh, but this is the, but this is the kind of thing you're, you're going to wind up seeing. I I don't think to this day, I don't think that anybody is looking at abortion as just a willy nilly form of birth control. There is enough contraception out there now that you don't have to do it. That wasn't always the case back in the, back in the 60s and 70s and what have you but science has uh improved quite a bit in in that uh in that manner well sure sure and uh the good news is i found the clip i was looking for i had inadvertently uh sent the packing last night but the the clip we're about to play this woman lays out something that i think is fantastic and we should implement this immediately, if not sooner. And uh, as soon as StreamYard finishes doing its final touches on it, uh, and I said, as I'm okay, this the, the lady's name, the young lady's name is Lucy Loveless. That's her real name, Lucy Moore Loveless. Take a listen. What are the pieces of legislation that you would write to counteract the overturn of Roe v. Wade? I'll go first. Child support, mandatory, paid by the father upon conception, a social security number issued to the fetus upon conception. To that end, child tax credits and tax benefits, including having the fetus claimed as a dependent and a 529 plan enacted. Free health insurance for the fetus. 
increase funding for adoption services, foster care, any social services related to having an unwanted or an unparented child. The higher criminalization of rape, up to longer prison sentences, all the way to medical castration. Any man who wants virality medication, including Cialis, Viagra, must have a counseling session or therapy session and a three-day waiting period. For any mother who is willing to go through a pregnancy as punishment pregnancy and give their child up for adoption, pay them a stipend for each month of a viable pregnancy. And of course, for the fetus, citizenship. I think that woman makes so much sense. Oh, absolutely. If we're going to, if, if the GQP is going to insist that these punishment pregnancies, as she calls them, and uh, yeah, then we need to, we need to make sure this, uh, you know, look, we can't forget about them at birth. Okay. You're all, they're all up in arms. Oh, 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 abortion is murder. Well, so isn't child neglect, which is what you're doing. We're not talking about somebody who planned a pregnancy or somebody in their twenties met a dude and you know, you know, that's that you have to accept and, and roll with. We're talking about, about teenagers, you know, minors, minors, uh, in, in many cases, you know, through a violent rape or, uh, you know, incest or whatnot. And you're insisting plus keep in mind, this also affects different types of pregnancies that where the child is stillborn or, uh, without, ending the pregnancy, the mother will die. You know, this is an all or nothing in a lot of these states. And remember, abortion isn't illegal. It's just you can only do it under certain circumstances, almost none in in, in many cases. Uh, so. Well, and here's, here's the thing. Like I said, you have to, you have to ask yourself as you're, as you're going to the pumps and you're paying over $5 a gallon, $8 a gallon, if you're in California, uh, you have to ask yourself as you're paying, you know, $4 for a dozen eggs, you have to ask yourself, okay, this is, is this what I'm going to take to the, to the polls with me? Or am I, going to go to the polls knowing that if unless the right people are elected I'm going to wind up uh, my if you're young enough myself I'm talking in a fee you know for female uh, my daughter my granddaughter whatever are we going to wind up not having or having less rights than we did when it comes to planning their own reproductive health well, let's also remember, just, just skipping back to the gas prices and, and eggs, fuel prices are not as high as they are because of anything the Democrats or Joe Biden did. This is the oil companies. As Biden has said to them, price it according to what you it costs you to produce the product. Oil companies have long, long gouged us. When it was in their interest, I remember the day the Iran war started. I remember that night when the attacks on Baghdad were all over TV. 
The next day, gas prices were through the roof. Now, mind you, that gas was already in the ground. It cost nobody an extra penny. So oil companies, we need them. We need them. But uh, getting back to you, John, you've got the Texas Attorney General here talking about uh, folks that, heaven forbid, may have an issue here. We're going to play that. Uh, you know, we're going to look at it. It's actually a you know, new concept for us, these corporations deciding to pay for people to go get their abortions. And we're going to be looking at whether the language covers at least the civil side. And that's obviously what we can deal with. And so, you know, these, these penalties could even be for corporations uh, over $100,000 per violation. So we'll see. We're, we're looking at that literally as we, as we speak. So in other words, if your job wants to help you take care of your medical issues, the state of Texas is going to come after them. Yep. And, uh, I, and I can almost promise you there will be many, many corporations that will leave Texas if it's viable for them to do it. Some some will be stuck. And and you can't. Uh, but well, I here- appreciate I, I think it's great that the that these companies are reaching out. A lot of them kind of actually surprised me by reaching mm-hmm. out. But um, no, that's that's it's good on them that they're doing that. I it's like I'm, even with voting, we were talking about the voting, uh, the voting laws being uh, changed and and we're, we're sh- shutting certain people out. Mm-hmm. You, you as a voter cannot voting is the single most important thing you will do as a member of your society. Yes. And yes, there are some districts, some States, some areas that have made it tougher on you to vote. I, I get that. I understand it. It is horrible and it needs to change. But in the meantime, you have to look at this as, okay, if I have to, if I have to drive further, if I have to try to get a ride to get to these polls, it is still my duty and my job to get to the polls. Mm -hmm. Do not let what, what is happening deter you from getting to the polls people if you have a car if you know if you know of somebody that doesn't have a car and can't get to the poll volunteer to take them with you to the polls that is the only that is the only way that this can be battled that okay maybe we have to have it when it comes to Abortion. Maybe we have to have a discussion uh, about when. Where do you draw the line? Obviously, I, I I don't think you know. I've seen pictures of of fetuses when you know when they're you know twelve weeks old. You know they're not going to make it. You know my 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 suggestion is: Would that fetus make it outside the womb? If, if it needed to. And so that should be whatever that line is for an abortion. That should, that maybe should be where the line, you don't want a woman 
getting, you know, getting abortions, you know, three weeks before they're ready to deliver the child. We don't want any of that kind of stuff. Well, you've, you've got Republicans out there, and we, we got a woman who's, who's going to refer to that one of these clips, that Democrats are doing abortions at delivery. What what kind of nonsense? Let, let me play this clip. This fellow, uh, Guy Cecil, I, I want you to listen to him. I don't know who he is, where he's from. This was on the Don Lemon show on CNN. And I have no idea who the blonde nitwit sitting next to him is. But but please, please listen to this. Provide abortions uh, without consent of parents. Could you imagine having a, a teenage daughter who needed to have an abortion and the parents didn't have consent? I could if Did that daughter was the victim of a rape or incest, but in which case your party will allow, not just allow, force that 13-year-old girl to no. carry her rapist child to her pregnancy to term. But, but I, I just, this, but this idea I, that, you know, I, I just want to, I, I want to just clarify one thing. And I think the vice president said it well. The only difference between Clarence Thomas and the rest of the court is that Clarence Thomas said out loud and Mike Pence has said out loud what many Republicans, like Alice, will not say. They want the national ban. If they really believe, if they really believe that what is happening is murder, it is inconsistent for you to say a national ban is not the next step. And Republicans care about life until the child is born. No, here, here's the and question. that's where they drop off. Here's on the question. The no, I'm gonna I, I want to ask this. Well, well, since you, it's just yeah, a final statement because I, I think it's I, important. I the, 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 the other uh, other option is what what Democrats want. You are Democrats are fine with with abortion up to delivery. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's that's unfathomable. That they certainly this are. Is they, a they, that, that that is absolutely on the How table for Democrats. How many cases of a woman having an abortion at delivery do well, you know okay, of that have been reported? Okay, I want to ask you. I want to. I want to. How many? Just that, give me a number. That, Democrats are fine with that, though. But but this is at, a stalking at, horse at, of the Republican point, Party. At, Instead of giving women the rights, you want to give Mike Pence and Clarence Thomas the rights over a majority of American women that want to choose their own reproductive health choices. Okay. Bravo. Oh, you know it. Bravo. And and lately I've been hearing more about that, you know, abortion at delivery nonsense. But Mr. Cecil there nailed it at the end. Give me a number. Name one time. And I never can. This is the Mike Lindell, I got thousands, Rudy Giuliani, I got thousands of pages of evidence. Oh, by the way, uh, John, uh, for your birthday, I'm, I'm going to spoil the surprise here. I'm getting you a pair of uh, my sandals. I'm going to use the promo code Rudy. Oh, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You're absolutely Rudy. right. Rudy is, uh, is promoting uh, Lindell's newest product, my sandals. No, no, no joke. Use use the promo code Rudy. Oh my God! Hey, I just work here. I just deliver the news. I don't. Uh... Well, if they're anything like their pillows, it'll be like walking on rocks. So, uh... <laughs> but anyway, you know, she, she she is a Republican strategist, and of course, they just like to throw these things out there. They don't back it up with anything. It's and it's always what if. Well, the Democrats want prove it. Let me see some evidence of this. Name, show us one time, one time where a woman went in as she's about to live to deliver or in the delivery room. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have the abortion. What kind of 
the insanity of that. A full-term child. The insanity of that. You know, look, eh, maybe, you know, maybe you, you can go back and forth on how many weeks and, and, and all that. Certainly six weeks is it, it. And most women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. No, absolutely not. I mean, maybe, maybe it's, it's, I have to look at it from whenever you're thrown a detour or thrown a, uh, something gets in your way. I always immediately look for the way around it. So right now what I'm looking at is, is okay. There are ways you there are ways you can, there are right now you, there are States that you can go to where you can have an abortion. Minnesota has rolled out the welcome mat yes, they have. Uh, uh, here. But the other thing is, is maybe you, maybe a person needs to, uh, Stock up on the Plan B pill if you've had unprotected well, sex. Well, again, and that's all fine and well for a woman over 18 who's having unprotected sex with somebody she knows and all that, and she's taking a chance. Okay, now you have to deal with the consequences. I don't think that's really – I mean, it should still be her choice, but I don't think really that's that's the bone of the argument. The bone of the argument is women that become pregnant – forcibly uh this is and and women girls under the age of 18 sometimes under the age of 13 and i think that's really where i i mean all women are important in this in this discussion there's no question about it but uh if you're 25 and you know you've been having unprotected sex Oops, you're pregnant. There's a shocker. Okay. You can, you know, you should have the right to decide whether or not to terminate the pregnancy or not. And and I'm not going to say no. But I think more of the focus uh, should be where, and it would benefit everybody is, again, is is the young ones. And and where uh, the life of the mother is at risk. You know, not all abortions are done simply to, because they don't want the kid. Sometimes it's a stillborn birth. There's a number of different pregnancies that I can't even begin to pronounce the names of, but I've done some reading on them, where if it's not handled, the mother will die, period. That child is not coming to term. That child is not going to be born alive. But now in some of these states, you can't even do that kind of procedure. I tell you, like... I, I am afraid of this whole idea of breaking up the filibuster because I think the Republicans are just laying in wait for that. And it, I, right now, right now, you couldn't do it anyways because you've got uh, Mansion and Cinema. Right, right. So Most we need to get we need to get rid of them. I got an idea. Uh huh. How how about if we uh, if we make a fair trade? Let's let's get rid of those two, and let's elect a, a, a fallen a, a fallen uh, geo one fallen GOP House member from a, a certain uh, Western state 
uh, how about in inviting her to run as a, a Democrat? Because she sure as hell sounding like a Democrat, at least. Yeah, but, but she's not. She's actually just doing the right thing. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how that works, though? It's sad. It's sad. But this is what this is what it's supposed to be like. Okay. Speaking Let's of start. speaking of nitwit uh, Republicans, uh, Sarah, Sarah, you know, do the huckle buckle Sanders. Huckle buck. Yeah. Huckle buck. Get a load of this one. We will make sure that when a kid is in the womb. They're as safe as they are in a classroom. I think the folks in Uvalde, in Sandy Hook, and many hundreds of other places would argue that, you nitwit. You've, oh. been, you've been a nitwit since you first came on the national scene. Your old man's a nitwit. I don't know the rest of your family. She's running for governor of whatever godforsaken state she's from. Arkansas. Arkansas, correct. Thank you. And uh, but to make a statement like that, folks, you want her there, and uh, you want her in Little Rock. Hey, that's on you. If you if you're gonna, well, look, Trump said I grab him by the pussy because I can, and and y'all elected him. So exactly, uh, exactly. Speaking well, of shooting, speaking speaking of shootings, I want to get this one out too. This is. Uh, uh, some other GQP nitwit. And their guns are the number one killer of kids, according to the, the CDC. I mean, do you admit that a mass shooting could not happen without a gun? Well, a shooting by definition, I mean, I suppose you could do it with arrows, but it'd be a lot harder to do it with mass. I mean, a and, shooting and by definition is a gun. You could do it with an arrow. In other words, I'm not going to just say guns are the cause of all this. I'm not going to say that because because then uh, Wayne LaPierre wouldn't like me, wouldn't send me a Christmas card anymore. Uh, they they just can't find it in their heart to say guns can be bad. You know. Uh, well, you know the day, and of course you know in the days of, of when the Second Amendment was uh, was passed through, we always. Yes. We always had this particular uh, gun. Know your history, Bobo says. And of course, know your history because we do have old Joe opening up his mouth and saying things like the Second Amendment, whenever it was written, it what uh, you could not buy a cannon. Uh, but there were, Gatling, there were Gatling guns, and um, that was a pretty high-powered machine. Um, fully automatic, really. And uh, I think you could own a cannon, too. She's a twit. By the way, Bobo, the uh, Gatling gun was uh, invented in 1862. Yeah, but John, back back in the day, when the Second Amendment was written, they had those Gatling guns at all the airports. They did. They did. They're a, they're a fun bunch. They're a fun bunch. Uh, look, while we're while we're uh, spreading the manure here, you wanna you wanna have. Uh, it's we, fruit we started, hanging from the tree. We started talking about Cassidy Hutchinson earlier. And of uh -huh. course, and of course, now Trump is doing the I had no idea who she was. Even though her office was literally, literally about 15 feet from the Oval Office. Literally 15 feet. And uh here's here's Tubagoo looking really crappy too. And that's 
that's hard for him to go from what he looked like to crappy. You know, some whack job can say this stuff and get away with it. And other things that I wanted guns at my rally. Okay, now I'm speaking. Why would I want guns? I don't want people having standing with guns in my rally. I don't remember but seeing she any said, AR-15s at the Capitol. Well, she wasn't complaining. Six. And the other thing about this woman, she wanted to work for me after January 6th. She was a big Trump fan. She wanted to work for me in Florida. And we chose not to bring her down because I got very bad things. I hardly knew her. And I said, well, if she's no good, I got somebody called up, numerous people, that she's not good. I won't say why that she's not good, but plenty of reasons. Why? I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say that she was not respected by the people in the White House. So they thought she shouldn't go down. I was going down to Florida with a group of people, great group of people, mm -hmm. patriots. And her name was thrown out there and they said, keep, stay away from her. They said bad things about her. And then I see her and I, again, I hardly know who she is. And then I see this woman getting up and she's making up stories like one after another. But the craziest of all was that I tried to commandeer, I think they used that word, I tried to commandeer uh, a car with Secret Service agents telling them to take, to take us down to the Capitol. It was totally false. And that a person can get away with it. And then I watch the Times and the Washington Post and I watch, uh, I get reviews on MSDNC and CNN. They hardly even talk about the fact that she's been totally... And there's a man who would know a lie. Oh. <laughs> having, having authored so many of them. Although in this case, he's, uh, you know, and again, it's classic Trump, classic GQP. Throw aspersions out there, but there's no details. There's no facts. Oh, they all said bad. Why would people, so many people tell you that she's a bad person if you didn't know her, if you didn't, you know, uh, I, 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 look, he's full of crap and he knows it we all know it and uh i really want to see him convicted before he drops dead i really do you know i i'll get to it here in a second i actually uh i actually ran a little a poll here did you uh, now i did that basically asked the question here let me get past the hint that uh, completely I can't believe you sent out that hint. I I didn't think anybody would really. Good. I, Lord. I, I, I the, the hint for today's wordle, by the way, was, uh, uh, what was it, Uncle Milty, a villain? Yeah. And you and you and I are probably two of the biggest Batman fans on the. Oh, the, yeah, you would have gotten it, but a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't understand that, and that's again. These clues are meant to be accurate, but deceptive. <laughs> that one wasn't very deceptive. Anyways, I put out a poll. All right. You got one. Jeez Louise. I mean, some days the te some days the clue master 3000 just isn't, uh, you know, just not what it could be. I threw out a poll here uh, just yesterday just asking, uh, what do you hope the J6 uh, committee hearings uh, produce for Donald Trump? 80% uh, said imprisonment. Yeah, yeah buddy. Uh, only 20% said uh, prohibited from running again. Well, the prison thing pretty much. Well, actually, you can run from jail. but. Uh, and then the last choice was completely exonerated. 
Uh, uh, let me let me ask you how many how many votes that or what percentage that got. Hang on, hang on. I got the Clue Master three thousand working on it right now. It's got a little side side button. Uh, let's see. Zero. You are correct, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please hold your applause till the end of the performance. Thank you. Oh, what do you what do you say we uh, look for some? No, you know what? I we do what? have some other stuff here from uh, some other right wing whack wackadoodles, but uh, do we? We do. Uh, well, here, how about uh, this young lady that's running for governor of uh, Colorado? Is Our that kids who she is? Are a hot mess right now in Colorado. They're not learning to read, write, or do math. There's nonsense being taught in the schools. I can't uh, tell you how bad things have gotten in just four years since Jared Polis was elected, and he wants to run for president. Yeah, see, I, I don't get any of that because I don't know who she, who she is, who he is. I, I I've got. You know, by the by the way, uh, Colorado ranks eighth in the nation as far as uh, uh, schools are concerned. So, mm, pretty high. Try again there. Uh, yeah, try again yeah. there, dearie. And then, well, of course, you know, let, let's not confuse the issue with the facts. Well, then again, there is always this uh, prevalent <laughs> doorknob. Who always never never fails to amaze here. The truth is, grinding up Ukraine, its infrastructure, its buildings, its schools, its ability for people to live there, and killing innocent Ukrainians because our part in this funding, funding, funding war, that's what it does. We're grinding up Ukraine to fight a proxy war with Russia is disgusting. That is morally disgusting and wrong. Another problem is is Russia could have been an ally. But now, with what's happening with Joe Biden and the UN and the way this is going, I don't think Russia's going to be an ally anytime soon. Definitely not. And you can understand why. Well, what I can't understand is, uh, with the resources available to you, Toots, why are you in a room with an echo? Good gravy. Even the Radio TFI oh, studios have, uh, have better acoustics than that. I know, right? Although, if you look at, look at the walls behind us, you'd think she was in the same place as us. You'd think, huh? Um, show of Go hands. Who, uh, who wants Russia as an ally? Not now. Bueller? 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 <laughs> Gilchrist? <laughs> no, he's... Oh, shit, we left him at the storage locker. Whoops. <laughs> well, at least he's comfortable. Well, more or less. Uh, <laughs> who wants look, no, do I want do I want to get into a hot war with uh with Russia? No, I I I, I don't. Uh, I don't think anybody does, but I I I've haven't I haven't trusted Russia for a long time. The Ruskies. And, and and Trump was right there, had his nose right up to Putin's ass. Oh, please. He's I I'll say it again. There's only two people Donald Trump has never said crap about. 
negative stuff. And Stormy, uh, what the hell is her name? Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. And Vladimir Putin. He's never said too bad. and uh, Never, ever. Because they got the goods on him. I thought he called her a horse face. Mm, maybe. But when you think about I remember, I remember replying to that saying, well, uh, you had no problem with her chewing on your baby carrot. Oh, hey, now it's uh, getting ugly in here. <laughs> 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. Call or text if you want to jump in uh, Jump in now while the jumping's good. <laughs> Before we... Uh, as, as I, I, I watch these, and I get a kick, and I, and I know she's your new crush, Liz Cheney is. Uh, so she had a debate. And by the way, John, it's Wyoming, not Colorado, as you originally... No, I said Wyoming. Uh, Colorado, I was referring to the governor's race there. No, 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 no. When when you put the video up, you put Colorado debate. Did I? Yeah, you did. That's okay. So anyway, so she was at the, uh, there was a a debate there in Wyoming. Uh, And uh, let's take a listen to some of her opponents. We're going to go to what we call a lightning round. January 6th. It was a setup from the beginning. We cannot have uh, actual, um, um, oh gosh, um, <laughs> see, um, anyway. Uh, what we saw happen on January 6th uh, was uh, clearly an attempt to uh, delay the count of the electoral votes. Coronavirus vaccine policy. They knew. Fauci had awards for his work in cytokines. Mr. Fauci is one of the most corrupt individuals in Washington, D.C. We are to oppose any vaccines. Everybody ought to get vaccinated, and we need to do everything we can to protect ourselves from future viruses. Wyoming residents' faith in the election process. I understand when I talked to Mike Lindell, he did say that there was a small, small portion of uh, voter fraud in this state, but that is alarming. What about... Uh, 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 Facebook uh, using the, uh, the the system to 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 steer people. Uh, we we know for a fact all the major internets do that. The 2000 Mules movie is something that I think we have great concern about. Voting machines that you know are suspected fraud. There are politicians in this country, beginning with Donald Trump, who have lied to the American people. He consistently has said that the election was stolen when it wasn't. Ukraine. Ukraine is corrupt. We've started it. We got involved. We pushed them into being against uh, uh, the Russian government. Money laundering. I think that's the biggest uh, ticket for Ukraine's and the Biden administration. It's the front line in the battle for freedom. And I think we've got to elect serious leaders. Serious leaders. Serious leaders. I got a kick out of the one fellow when he was talking about Facebook and, and you know, all the other internets. Mm-hmm. You understand <laughs> that as a rule, Facebook, Instagram, most people 
who are on these platforms have like-minded people as friends and or followers. Yeah, it's called an echo chamber. But that's, well, for one thing, most of it's family. Right. The rest of it is, at least for us old people, uh, mm-hmm. it's either family, it's uh, it's uh, people we went to school, school with. I'd have to say, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think I've got about maybe 300 or so acquaintances on Facebook, if I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and out of that, I would have to say that uh, at least a third of them are family. Uh-huh. Uh, at least another third of them are people I went to school with. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and most of them share the same political mm-hmm opinion i do there are i do have some exceptions to that rule Mm -hmm. but for the most part uh, so yeah of course you're going to when you're on facebook Mm -hmm. a lot of what you see are going to be opinions to which you agree with and what about the other internets well you know i guess there's always the dark web I hear there's some sort of you know, other internet that's coming out. I've heard a there little bit. No other, there's no other internet. Not right there now. There isn't? No. Come on. No. Just, Come on. This is why I stay off faceplant. <laughs> this is absolutely why. it's uh, It served its purpose for a little while, and then just before I got suckered into all of it, I realized I would, eh, never mind. It's, it's not worth discussing. You're going. Uh, you're going to find out today. You're going to find out that you actually appreciate Facebook. No, no, no. Oh, oh, you oh. are actually going to appreciate Facebook. Today. Oh, oh no! I can't wait for the second hour. <laughs> Let's hurry up and finish. Don't do that to me. Now you got me all of all on Twitter. I'm all. I'm all a flutter now. Good gravy. Now what am I supposed to do? Let's open up a bag of chips real quick. You you think I'm doing that other crap birthdays and uh, way back? Hell no. Oh. All right, bag of chips. It was a violent insurrection. January 6th was an orchestrated attempt to overthrow an election. A lot of people don't even believe it. But that's not the scary part. The election was stolen. Subverting our democracy would have been bad, but imagine if they succeeded. Now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police. What did she say? Two words for America today, crack pipes. These morons are like the dog that finally catches the car. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. They can't pull off a coup, much less run a country. Ordinary citizens engaged in legitimate political discourse. with this guy it was a normal tourist visit trump supporters attacked the capitol egged on by rudy trial by combat who now says he has real proof the election was stolen about a thousand pieces of evidence none of which have been revealed yet i happen to have it in my bedroom dude no one wants to go in your bedroom you know it's bad when liz cheney is a hero to progressives but i'll take it calm this shit down could have been worse and then we had a rigged election and it still can trump is a fucking idiot Damn right fake news shut the f- up dining well there's a line in there you know it's bad when Liz Cheney, when when progressives call Liz Cheney a hero, yeah, yeah, and 
And that's something we got to keep in mind. I, I, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, it's great that she's, you know, she's not being a hardline Republican on this, and she realizes what's going on and, and all that. But remember, she, you know, she still has fundamentally different views on, on on how things should be run in the country. Now, again, as again, as I've stated before. The way things should be is that we all agree on the destination. We just have disagreements on the route. The route, on yeah, we, absolutely. On how we get there. So, I mean, it's good that her and Kinzinger are, are doing this. But you, but what a bunch of crybabies the GQP are because I, I Kevin McCarthy needs to go. Ron Johnson needs to go. They all need to go. It's and we're down to the last couple of minutes, and I'm all excited now because because uh, John <laughs> has said something to me that Liz Cheney shows something that a lot of politicians on both sides of the aisle could learn from, and that is what's called political courage. Yeah. The willingness, the willingness to do what is right. Despite whatever your pilot, whatever your uh, what side of the aisle you're on, uh, and that go this is the same reason why I'm uh, why I said earlier about um, mansion and uh, and cinema. Cinema, yeah. Uh, the th the thing is, is they have no political backbone whatsoever. Doesn't it sound like two two places a rich person would go? Oh, mansion and cinema. <laughs> But, but no, Liz Cheney, yes, she's a Republican. Yes, when this is all said and done, if she is still a member of the, uh, if she's still a member of Congress, she will probably vote with Republicans on a lot of those things. Yes. Um, but the thing is, is, is she is showing political courage. Look at those wackadoodles that she was running against there in Wyoming. Oh Good. my goodness. Oh, that's unfortunate. Wyoming, if you do not reelect, I look for one thing, I don't, is there even a Democrat running in Wyoming? <laughs> they must have one or two. I, I have my doubts, but <laughs> if, 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 I, I, I didn't say it was, it was locked down. <laughs> My point is, my God, uh, Republicans there, look, if you if you folks don't reelect Liz Cheney, then th that that's just it. I just want to draw a big fence around there Wyoming. Hey, by it. the way, by There's the way, wall, right around Wyoming. There you go. With a couple of seconds light. How do, how do you like the background for today? Very good. We did some uh, some Fourth of July graphics for. Uh, for, for both hours, as a matter of fact, you'll see the uh, really you'll, you'll, you'll see the other one, and in just a few minutes, when we come back from our very quick break. Oh, by the way, and stick around for the break today. It is hilarious. I uh, uh, stumbled across this, and you're, you're just and that goes for you too, John. You are going to love already, it. Plus, I already reviewed it. Plus, we have a new outcue. <laughs> we'll be back.
you found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. If you can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. While I whip this out. Tonight's category, top 10 favorite numbers from 1 to 10. Here we go. Top 10 favorite numbers from 1 to 10. Casey? Starting off tonight's list at number 10. 10. Moving into single digits now, at number nine, it's... Nine. Making its first appearance on the top ten list at number eight... Six. Number seven is a favorite of anyone who's ever been in love. Here it is. Five. At number six, and the countdown doesn't stop till we get to the top, it's... Eight. (laughs) Dropping three notches from last week's number two, here at number five is... One. (laughs) Holding steady at number four. Four. It's the square root of nine and the first digit of pi at number three. That's right, it's three. And now, and now before we hear number one, at number two, seven. And tonight's request and dedication goes out to a 15-year-old girl named Stephanie from Omaha, Nebraska. Here's what she writes. Dear Casey, my boyfriend Bruce moved away last month because his father has a new job in Buffalo and we miss each other terribly. It would mean a lot to both of us if you'd say our favorite number. Well, Stephanie and Bruce, I'll do what I can to make things a little easier during this difficult time. Here's your request, Stephanie and Bruce. Your favorite number, debuting all the way up at number one. Two. All right. Well, we're back. (laughs) Yes, we are. All right. Well, welcome to Just Killing Time here on the uh, on the old radio here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. 
I was expecting more fireworks, more boom, more. That'll teach you. I can, you know, that's absolutely right. That'll teach so, you. So here we are again from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Over there in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. Hey, look, I'm, I'm pointing. Look over to your. I'm over to your uh, right. Yeah, I like that. No, it's over my left. Right. And if I look to my right, I'm looking off into the. Right. Yeah, exactly. I see a little speck. I see a little speck on the wall up there. I'm just uh, just trying to. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Please, let's do our show. Well, I, I just look. If, you, if you're going to present. A, look, look what I've got back here. Look at all this clutter. I, yes. I, this is something that takes time. You have to work into it. You just don't suddenly put. Besides that, again, we're still settling into the new into the new digs. Oh, good Lord. We're going through some of the old, old stuff that's literally been in dust fell boxes for years. And uh, Okay, Oscar Madison. I, I got some <laughs> items that are going to come out. And, uh, and hey, uh, good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome to Just Killing Time. Uh, I am whoever the heck I am today. Uh, glad to have you. We got some goofy stuff coming up here in, in the big, big hour number two. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday weekend. And it continues as much. Remember, try not to scare your pets. Remember, when you blow stuff up, animals don't get it. So let's be nice to our, even if you don't like your neighbors, it's okay. Like their pets. John, what is I was, it? Gonna, Go I was going to mention when we were talking about not blowing things up here in the first hour, uh -huh. uh, my favorite place to be on 4th of July, Where's Las that? Vegas. I've never been. And not that they, not that they put on a great, you know, they do put on a little bit of a fireworks display there. At least they were, but living in Las Vegas, you learn little things like the uh, native um, territory. You can go up to just North of town by about, I don't know, 40, 50 miles or so. I think it's up in the red rock mountain area. If I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on that. It's been a while. But anyways, up there, they have a fireworks stand. This is on native property. Mm -hmm. So it's all, hey, it's all within their treaty rights. They have a fireworks stand there where you can buy these fireworks. And they have right, then, right there on their property a huge array of launching pads for said fireworks. Oh, so you can take your fireworks. You just draw. You just turn around. And spent four hundred bucks. You can blow show. that right up, right oh, there. Oh yes, you can blow it up right there, nice and safe. I mean, you know, obviously you have to have employ a little bit of common sense. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. I remember that was a lot of fun. You know what? It sounds like fun. You're out in the middle of nowhere. And once you're done blowing up all the stuff you bought to blow up, you can go right back and buy some more stuff to blow up. Oh, Native absolutely. Americans aren't stupid. Oh, they understand that that the white man is an we're idiots, basically. Get a little hooch in us and give us stuff that blues and guns. Hey, <laughs> there you go. We're there. 
we're there. Absolutely. You can also join in uh, to, if you're uh, listening live here. You can join in the fun here, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, uh, if you would uh, like to. Next week on Just Killing Time, I'm going to put nothing has been confirmed. Uh -oh. But next week, I'm going to reach out to a friend of uh, of mine oh here, uh, a radio producer, another WCCO radio producer, who happens to also be part of a podcast on um, old school wrestling, back from the day when I was uh, going to the arenas on a regular basis in my uh, teen years and uh, through my early 20s. I am, I'm, I'm putting out the uh, in, invite to a gentleman by the name of Chris Tubbs to come and join us here uh, on the big show. Yeah, wrestling. A little while. So, oh, come uh, on. I'll, so I'll be enjoying my week off next week. <laughs> I apologize there, sir. We will get all the important things out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So let's go ahead and do it here. Let's get uh, let's get the uh, show on the road, if you. <laughs> Okay, folks. Well, we do indeed have some birthdays here. Again, we're covering the uh, upcoming week here from today right on through the 9th. Uh, whereas today, uh, Tom Cruise will be celebrating his 60th birthday. Julian Assange, not really celebrating, I don't think, but he will be 51 years old. Uh, moving on to actually moving on to the sixth where, uh, former president George W. Bush will be 76 years old. Bush. Moving on to the seventh where Ringo Starr will be 82 years old. I got and, one for the seventh. And Shelly Duvall will be 73. And that's that that's all I got. And also on the seventh, Joe Van S will be uh good God, how old will he be? 58. That's oh, younger than me. Oh yeah, I got siblings younger than you. Huh. I see. Three Happy birthday, siblings, sir. Three of my siblings are younger than you. One, but just by a couple of months, but all right, moving on to the eighth now, where Angelica Houston will be 71 years old. She has, she's a very interesting actress. I've seen her look smashing, and then, boy, she can just transform into one of the meanest-looking, creepiest women on the planet. <laughs> Your little dog, too. <laughs> Not so much that creepy, but... <laughs> Oh, and uh, and uh, well, wishing some get well wishes here to uh, country singer Toby Keith will be 61 here on the 8th. 
What's wrong uh, okay. with PBC? You know, I could take a guess at it, and I'm probably wrong. I heard. No, I, I don't know, but he is. Uh, it's serious, but uh, I, to what uh, extent, I don't know. I don't know if it's all writing. But I know he's got some issues, and I wishing him a speedy recovery, nonetheless. We'll give him an extra. That ought to help. Sounds like a plan. All right, moving on now to the ninth, where the one and only O.J. Simpson will be 75 years old. O.J. is still looking on every golf course in America for the real killers. By the way, I, I, I firmly believe it was his son. If it wasn't O.J. himself, I believe it was his son. That's just me. <sighs> I don't believe it was anybody else. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Tom Hanks will be 70, or excuse me, will be 66 years old. If America's pal, Tom Hanks. I, I agree. Totally agree. What's your, what is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Oh, boy. Uh, I could start at Bachelor Party, League of Their Own, uh, e e even Bonfire of the Vanities I liked. I, I, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard not to like anything he's been in, you know, Forrest Gump, but I, I you know, you, you could just go down the list, even Bosom Buddies, the sitcom he started. There are two movies of his that I, uh, I, I like the first one, the, my, my all, my all time favorite was Forrest Gump. And part of the reason, of course, part of the reason I liked Forrest Gump to begin with was all the, the, the soundtrack. Uh, soundtrack of Forrest Gump, probably. We have, we'll have to do a show one of these days just on soundtracks. Uh, but the soundtrack for that was one of the best that uh, I can remember, at least. Um, but my second favorite Tom Hanks movie was a little-known ditty he did with Dan Aykroyd, Dragnet. Oh, uh, he was good in that. The movie itself left a little to be desired. You could also look at Turner and Hooch. Uh, look, oh, you got to pay. Forgot about Turner and Hooch. You got to pay your dues on the way up. At Disney or one of them, then one of the streaming services has turned Turner and Hooch into a series, obviously with, with a you know different actor and all that. And I tried watching the first two episodes of it. And that was I, a little tough. I, I, I've seen it too. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. The dog is trouble. Boom. Anyway. That was a good movie though too. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, Come on. Yeah. And then Jim Belushi did the same movie later on, K-9. K-9, exactly. Oh, I still like Hooch better, and I like Belushi, so that's saying not, a lot. Not a knock on Jim Belushi. Let's move on. And one last on uh, J uh, July 9th, uh, Courtney Love will be 58, year, 58 years old. She, no, 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 no. She's not going to be 58. Oh, Courtney Love. Oh, I'm thinking of Debbie oh, Harry. Courtney I was thinking Love. of Deborah Harry, who turns 70-something. 
All right, moving on. Is that That's it? it. That's it That's for it. the birthdays. That's it for the birthdays. So we got we got to rock it. and roll. We got to rock and roll right into the next one, don't we? Yes, we do. Better get that thing started. All right, we're going to do our best. Uh, just you know, look, I I need you to pump the gas when I tell you to pump the gas. But you okay. also have to you also have to lightly feather the uh, boondoggle switch. All right, it's clearly marked. Here we go. Do it. You got do the boondoggle switch. Come on, you can do it. Crank it. Crank it. Yes, yes. There you go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead Uh, to what's happened in the past. uh, Again, July 3rd, where in 1886. Here's your host, uh, Professor John Shannon. Automobile. Yeah, yeah, the first. So, in other words. That's right. In 1890, Idaho is admitted to as the 43rd U.S. state. Because we needed the taters. That's right. Yeah, going to 1985, we're back to the future. Directed by Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Is that what it is? Thank you. Yeah. And starring Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd is released. Oh, 1985. Hold on. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Okay, okay, okay. You enough already. <laughs> and I like that movie. <laughs> Speak out while we're on summer blockbusters here in 1989, the movie Batman sets a world sets a record of quickest to 100 million. I'm Batman. 10 days. Okay, you said we need to move on. Let's move on. Hold on, jeez. Okay, well now we we're going on now to the fourth, July fourth. I'm Batman. And what July fourth would it be with uh, in the Wayback Machine if we didn't mention in nineteen or excuse me, seventeen seventy six, the U.S. Con- Congress com- proclaims the direct declaration of independence and independence from Great Britain. Keep going. In 1796, the first Independence Day celebration is held. Keep going. In 1827, slavery is abolished in New York. In 1831, America, as in My Country Tis of Thee, is first sung in Boston. In 1884, the Statue of Liberty is. Land of liberty, of the I 
Okay, enough of that. <laughs> moving on to moving on to eighteen eighty four, where the Statue of Liberty was presented to the U.S. in Paris. Yeah, in in nineteen. Have you ever been? Hold on. Have you ever been to the Statue of Liberty? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, good for you. I went there when I was like five. Yeah, I was there. Was about. Uh, Three, four years ago, something like that. Uh, let's see, 1970, where Casey Kasem's American Top 40 deba debuts on L.A. Radio. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Ponderous, man. Ponderous. Oh. <laughs> and in 2003, LA Lakers star Kobe Bryant is arrested in Eagle, Colorado for sexual assault. Yes, he is. Char the charges were eventually dismissed. He beat it. Yeah. 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 Moving on to July 5th, where in 1865, the U.S. Secret Service begins operating under the Treasury Department. That's right. That's right. And even early on, they uh, they they uh, they trained heavily in making sure the president couldn't grab the reins of the stagecoach. Probably a good thing. In uh, 1971, the 26th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was certified. That reduces the voting age to 18. Yeah. What, what year was that? 1975? 1971. Yeah. 1971. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on to 1987, where Oakland A's first uh, baseman, Mark McGuire, becomes the first rookie to hit 30 home runs before the. Sorry, I went and the wrong I... way. Thank you. Before the uh, MLB All Star game, as the uh, A's beat the Red Sox 6 to 2. And staying with baseball, in 1998, the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Roger Clemens collects his 3,000th career strikeout in a 2-1 to win over Tampa Bay. He was the 11th to receive or to achieve that particular milestone. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, moving on to the sixth. We're in 1785. The Congress unanimously resolves the name of the U.S. currency to the dollar and, dollar. Adopts, and adopts decimal coinage. It's a dollar. It's dollar a holla. Dollar a holla. Dollar make you holla. That's right. Okay, 1933. Nursery rhymes. A short film starring Ted Healy and his Stooges premieres, one of the first film appearances for the Three Stooges. Hello. 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 Certainly. 
Moving on to 1994, were Forrest Gump, directed by Robert Zemeckis, sand starring Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks had a birthday today. Uh, this week, I don't know. Starring also Robin Wright and Gary Sinise. That's right. Lieutenant Dan is Michael T. Williams. Also, yes, yes, won an Oscar for that. Wonderful show. So, oh, I, I mentioned. Stupid is as stupid does. That's right. And we prove that all the time around here. Okay, moving on to July 7th, where in 1930, construction began on the Boulder Dam. Didn't they rename? No, it's still the Boulder Dam. No, it's yeah. Hoover Dam now. Is it Hoover Dam? It's well, Hoover that Dam. Sucks. Yeah. That sucks. In 1948, the Cleveland Indians stunned MLB by signing 42-year-old veteran Negro Leagues pitcher Satchel Paige. In 1958, President Eisenhower signed a bill approving Alaskan statehood. That's right. That was my first president, Eisenhower. But if he wouldn't have done that, if we he wouldn't have done that, we'd have never had Sarah Palin. And there we, we would have had we would have had Sarah Palin from somewhere else. <laughs> All right. Anyways, in 1977, the Spy Who Loved Me, the tenth James Bond movie, starring Roger Moore and Barbara Bach, premieres in London. <laughs> Were you a big Bond fan? Big enough. I remember ABC used to have all the Bond movies. And, of course, you know, back in the day when it was just broadcast TV, you know, it was a big deal to watch. You know, usually we saw the James Bond movies on TV on Sunday night whenever they would play. They would play a couple of years. By the way, did you skip one? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, Abbott and Costello? I did. You did. I did. Yes, I sure did. Yeah, you did. I am so sorry. That's okay. I am so sorry. My bad. Well, we'll have to go back to uh, back to the sixth of uh, July. That's okay. Just do it. In nineteen forty-five, where Abbott and Costello's film "The Night The Naughty Nineties was released. Features featuring the largest or longest rather version of their who's on first routine. We have uh, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You know the fellas' well, names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yeah. I mean, the fellas' name on first base. Who? The fella playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? 
Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first base. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Then who's playing first? Absolutely. <laughs> I performed that routine at a summer camp when I was a counselor. We did it two years in a row. Me and my buddy Nar- Narciso. And uh, we swapped roles. Uh, I have bought a big, huge poster uh, with the entire routine on it. I have loved that routine as long as I've been aware of it. I still laugh. I've heard it literally thousands of times. Moving on. Does catch your attention, that's for sure. All right, we are into the uh, into July 8th now, where the first pro baseball game, minor league, was played under the lights. It was candlelight, nonetheless, but it was still under lights. <laughs> and who was in that game, sir? Well, it was minor leaguer. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Moving Do on. you? No, I didn't bother. I was busy. Oh. I was busy producing a show. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. And I, I doubt that it was anybody we would recognize. Of course not. But Otherwise, well, other, otherwise they'd have said, I'm sure it would have been mentioned. Moving on to 1994, July 8th, where uh, preliminary trial uh, rules there is enough evidence to try O.J. Simpson. <sighs> That's twice today O.J. got yes, mentioned. It is. Okay, we're going on now to the 8th, or excuse me, the 9th, where we've got a couple of them here. In 1955, Bill Haley and the Comets rock around the clock. Tops the Billboard's charts, one of the best-selling singles ever. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your glad rides on. Join me, hot. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes. All right. Uh, in 1956, Dick Clark's first appearance as host of American Bandstand. Barry Manilow did another version of that with lyrics. Yes. It was it, it it had a good beat and it was easy to dance to. Yes, it was. All right, moving on. Last but not least for uh July 9th of 1995, where Jerry Garcia's unexpectedly final concert with the Grateful Dead at Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. You know, in, in the midst of the move. We we have misplaced all of our Grateful Dead stuff. I was looking for Casey Jones, and uh, turns out a whole box of stuff got got left behind. We got to go uh, retrieve, or it's lost. Mm, so, so I I, I really wanted to <clears throat> excuse me, but I know we will find it, and when we find it, there will be much celebration. Woo! 
That is absolutely correct, sir. There you go. All right. Uh, that's it. That's it for the uh, Wayback Machine. Boy, oh, boy. We really, uh, we really did it today, didn't we? Well, you know, I told you, last but not least, here we go. I tell all those little hints. Oh, boy. Here we go. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right. Well, we got another week of Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. So let's move so let's move right into it here with our current champion Terry Jacks from 1975. I thought we went challenger first. You you know you're absolutely right. So let's All go right. ahead and let's go with our challenger Tony Basil from 1981. Their opponent and the current champion from 1975, it's Terry Jacks. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. Tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die And that has been our reoccurring champion, the Seasons in the Sun from 1975 from Terry Jacks. What a and run. It, and it's been our champion since 1975. <laughs> it sure seems that way, doesn't it? Man, oh man, it's about time for a change. Well, are you ready for the battle to begin? Here we go, and we have a winner. And the winner, and new, <laughs> new champion of battle of the one-hit wonders, it is Tony Basil.
when you take me by the hand. Oh, Mickey, what a pity. Do, 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 do. Oh! Yeah! John is muted right now because he doesn't know he's speechless. Because he doesn't know what to say at this point. <laughs> How long was Seasons in the Sun up there? About six weeks? I don't think it was that long. I think we were about five. 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 Give me the numbers, Booby. Give me the numbers. <laughs> uh, well, as you were, you because uh, you don't pay attention to Facebook. No, I don't. At, you were looking at the numbers that were generated on Twitter, and tw- tw- Twitter gave uh, a basically a three to one margin to Seasons in the Sun. Really? Yes. Really. Well, but what happened was, is that uh, Facebook, on the other hand, gave just a little bit more of a bump to actually, no, I'll, 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 uh, I'll put it this way. It was really a, more than a bump. It was well over in Facebook. It was 70, 70 to 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mickey. So. But uh, actually, to tell you the truth, up until yesterday morning, we uh-huh. were to the point where this would have been come down to uh, Gerald. This would have come down to Gerald, but okay. uh, right. somebody on somebody on Twitter cast their uh, cast their vote for uh, yeah, buddy, for uh, Mickey, and there you go. All right. That well, this your first your first victory in this new first. format. Now we're doing this. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you ready to uh, drag out your challenger? I am. I have my challenger out here. It's the it, one that you you. Uh, it's been locked and loaded. Out, it's uh, been from, from 1969. This is Chocolate Blue.
1969. That was Venus from Shocking Blue, your new challenger here on Battle of the One Hit Wonders. Here on a, a formidable challenger. Well, what can I say? Now you, now, now you've made me dig because you, you've, uh, you've brought up some good contenders here. But uh, that was uh, uh, I, I knew Mickey was going to be it. I, I, I don't know what's going on on Twitter. And good God, people, what are you? Seasons in the Sun is a fine song. It's a fine, finely crafted piece of music and entertainment. But good gravy. Come on, man. I, I, I threw Jenny up there. Not everybody knows 8675309. But here we are. Here we are. Now, the one I got locked and loaded. Mickey's going to go for a while. You'll, you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a one-week wonder. Do you now? You mean my one-hit wonder is going to be a one-week wonder? Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Well, you know, as they say back uh, back in the old country, we'll just see. We will. I'm just so thrilled. I'm just so thrilled that I, I, I know. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, it took but, you, it, it. It took you. Basically, it took you ninety minutes to get actually get excited about this show. <laughs> that's that's why I like not knowing. It's just it's there. You go but anyway. Anyway, that, that and, and you can and you can thank your friends at Facebook for that. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, time here, permitting here. I got something I want to talk about. Uh-oh. Oh, go ahead. You, you got something. Time permitting what? Well, go, go ahead because you go ahead. All right. Well, keeping it light because it is just killing time. I did something this week that I have been planning to do since January. I've been trying to find the time to do it. A gift was bestowed on me. A, a wonderful gift from somebody that I worked with and uh, saw five days a week, transported to and from home every day for about five months, gave me a, a gift certificate to a uh, gift card to a day spa. I was going to get the massage and the pedicure. But when I got there and and reading the menu, when I made the appointment, I did my very first. Well, I got the pedicure. Oh, boy, did I. And. 
but I got my very first manicure, which uh, to to fill out the to, to burn up the gift card. I had I had asked, can I use the balance of the card as the gratuity? They said no, you have to get it in services. Okay, fine, no problem. So I got me, I got I, I got me nails cut. And here's how good of a job she did, Nancy, my, my technician. She was wonderful. She did it all. I had an itch yesterday on my hand. I went to scratch it. I could barely feel. But I came home Thursday. I felt wonderful. Uh, my feet, my hands. She even gave me a little back massage. Uh, she just kind of threw that in about five minutes worth, which was wonderful. It was a wonderful day. That's the uh, ZZ Day Spa in Midtown Manhattan. Um, you look them up. Uh, I had a wonder. They were very good. They have three locations now. They were. They couldn't have been better. They couldn't have been nicer. What a pleasant experience. And gentlemen, if you've never had a pedicure, you're missing something. Oh, John, absolutely. John absolutely. will back me up on that. Absolutely. Uh, never had a manicure. I think it's a waste of time for me You'd be actually, you know what? Now that I've had it, I would say it'd be you'd be surprised, John. You'd be surprised. Here's what I'm happy about for at least a week or so. My uh, my my toenails don't catch all over my socks. I don't put holes in my socks. And but it's if you've never had a pedicure, you don't have to get nail polish or any of that stuff. No, no, absolutely not. No, they work on your feet. They 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 buff they 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 sandpaper the bottom of your feet. You get a nice little uh nice little foot massage and a little leg massage and and they and they they use stuff that has a little abrasive in it and you feel it going up and down your leg and on your feet. You're soaking in the in the in the lukewarm water. You're soaking in it. <laughs> you're soaking in it, baby. Ancient Chinese secret. Oh no, wrong, wrong gig. Nope. Uh, that was Madge. Yep. Ah, yep. No, Madge. Palm olive. Oh, you're soaking in it. All right. What do you got there, uh, young man? Well. I wanted to have a little bit more time for this, but I just wanted to acknowledge here a guy locally that is going to be going off the air. He's been one of these legendary radio personalities, very controversial, up there controversial along the lines of Howard Stern. I would even argue that he was Howard Stern before Howard Stern was Howard Stern. Uh, His name is Tom Bernard. And he has been the host of a morning show here in the Twin Cities, KQ Morning Show, for, uh, good Lord, many. I I would guess that he's been doing that since the the mid-80s, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, big fans. Myself, uh, Fancher, were, were huge fans of this show. Uh, one of the things that I got to thinking of, he got known, this show got known for some really controversial bits over the years. Stuff that you would never, you would never, ever uh, consider playing or doing uh, these days. Uh, had a lot of racial overtone. Uh, there was a particular uh, bit 
that was uh, had had grown a life of its own. Actually, it was uh, it was known as the arrest audio or Yo Mammy, as it was known. And basically, what this was was actual audio from a uh, arrest in Minneapolis. A guy was drunk and combative, and uh, and oh, this thing, I tell you, this bit had a life of its own but they, it got played it got played it got played but there were other uh there were other bits he did uh he uh did a lot about he did um parody on uh, chinese buffets you know uh, basically where the guy uh who t- guy tells the the patron uh you eat too much you go home now uh that was John I, I, I do that no justice. Don't don't. That that's a comedian, John Panette, who's sadly passed away. He did he did a whole routine on that. That was not your guy. He he played oh, it. He, he, he played it. Oh yeah, John Panette. It was a heavy set dude, and uh, again, sadly, he's passed away. But but my point in that is is that he that was what this show that he did was all about. These type. I mean. He didn't do the vo- voices for a lot of the of the uh, particular uh, pieces and bits that he did. He did. He had one uh, that was known as uh, I think it was called the Chucker, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was he did a lot of that before I started listening to. Uh, right, and again, we talked we talked about this pre-show, and I understand where you're coming from. My guy, my personal little radio hero, uh, most people outside South Florida wouldn't. I, I mean, my guy, Neil, passed away 12 years ago. So and he hadn't been on the air for a couple of years before that. So it's been a while since anybody has heard him live. The people that know him know him. I can say things, uh, you know, little phrases and all that, things that become yeah. part of the, the, uh, the, the DNA of the show. And, and that's you had the same thing with this fellow. Crystal Bernard, Tim Bernard, Tom Bernard. Tom? Tom let me Bernard. let me let me go out with just saying this on him. Unfortunately, why? I, and I haven't been listening to his, to, to that show for uh, a number of years, actually. And one of the things was is once uh, the radio station and whoever else, the powers that be, started coming down on him. Uh, you know, he started having to go through a few uh, classes for. Uh, mm-hmm stuff like that sensitivity classes and all that kind of stuff uh, the show unfortunately just became a lot less funny yeah well that and, and he was became a lot more resentful and whatnot he right to as i understand it is a is a huge trumpy now and so well and I wish we had more an unapologetic Trumpy. Let's put it that way. And but I'm going to say this to you, John. I I I would like to talk more about this on the air. But before we go today, I got we got one more piece of video I want to play. This this has been hilarious. So we need to we we need a shoot. I forgot all about this one. We got to play it. So I appreciate the fact of I don't know the guy. I don't know his routines. I don't know. I'm not a listener, but I do get it. I do get it. Uh, if you're fortunate, your city has somebody like that. Moving on. This, I 
we stumbled across this video. I'm sure you've seen it. This joke is probably as old as time. But if you're watching us on the video, it's a split screen. Watch the young lady on the left who is listening to the joke and watch her boyfriend or husband behind her. This is funny. This is the husband store. Anybody heard about the new store in New York City? It's called the husband store. And you can go there and shop for a husband. There are six floors in this store. You can only visit each floor one time, though. And each floor you go up, the value increases. You may choose any item from any particular floor, but you cannot, you can go up a floor, but you cannot go back down. So there was a woman who went to the husband's store to find herself a husband. On the first floor, the sign on the door read, these men have jobs. That sounded good, these men have jobs. Floor two says, these men have jobs and love kids. Floor number three said, these men have jobs, love kids, and are extremely good looking. Wow, she thought, this is sounding pretty good, but I'm compelled to go on to the next floor. Well, she does go to the fourth floor and the sign reads, these men have jobs, love kids, are drop dead, good looking, and they help with the housework. Oh, mercy me, she said, I can hardly stand it. Still, she said, I've got to go on. She went to the fifth floor. These men have jobs, love kids, are drop-dead gorgeous, help with the housework, and have a very strong romantic streak. But she couldn't stand it. She decided she had to just find out what was on floor number six. Floor number six said, you are visitor 31,456,000 to this floor. There are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please. He added the Price is Right sound effect at the end. I mean, it's a good joke, but watching the young lady as she's hearing it, she's, oh, boy, and her reactions, but it's true. Remember, remember, gentlemen, it's not a good idea until it's her idea. That's right. I learned that the hard way, and I can show you the scars. <laughs> Ain't that something? <sighs> well, we've uh, we've managed to to uh, wheeze our way down to uh, to the last couple of minutes here this week, John. Uh, any plans for the holiday weekend? No, you know, other than taking the day off, you know, just gonna probably just chill around the chill around the apartment here. That's uh, uh, it's about my, my plan. Bitter- my better half hasn't even left the bedroom yet. I don't know. Sometimes she'll just lay in there and, and listen to the show, but I get a feeling she's just still in there in la-la land. Well, that's where I would be if I didn't have to do this uh, you know, thing at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning. Oh, I'm oh. so sorry. You should be. But again, I, Mickey won. I know. Like I said, it was. It took you. It literally took you ninety minutes for you to get into this show, and then we. <laughs> and then it only took me another five minutes to get to completely detach again. 
You'd have been so because when I took when I gave you that little hint that uh, Facebook. <laughs> I should have. I should have pulled. I should have pulled a fast one out of there. I couldn't do that to you. Anyways, it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll be back again next week. Believe it or not, you're watching the taxi and listening to the taxi stand hour. Just killing time on Radio TFI. Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. See ya. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio T-F-I.